Hello, my name is Taylor Marsh, and welcome to Sacred to Psychic. I'm a thriller writer. My women characters live where there are few safe spaces. I delve in the hidden spaces in the mind, surfing dark shadows. These are themes of disruption, especially when sacred outreach taps psychic portals. This is my playground. Here we go. Are you ready? Just hours after the official start of summer, the moon will pass directly between the Earth and the sun in a celestial alignment known as a ring of fire solar eclipse. During the eclipse, the moon will be near aphelion, the point in its orbit when it is farthest away from the Earth, creating an annual solar eclipse. Quote, in an annual solar eclipse, the moon is too far from the Earth to block the entire sun, leaving the sun peeking out over the moon's disk in a ring of fire, NASA explained. This ring of light around the moon during the height of the eclipse is how it became known as a ring of fire eclipse. That happens on the 20th, depending on where you live. Now, that is from a more uh, science-based world. This is from the mystic world, from Michelle Knight, uh, UK psychic from uh, UK. <laughs> yep, it's Mercury retrograde in Cancer, slap bang in the middle of a worldwide pandemic revolution and general uprising. Mercury is joining Jupiter, Saturn, Venus, Pluto, and North Node retrograde. Suffice to say, we are dealing with the past, not only, not only individually, but also collectively. This entire month has been about processing and shifting the past. Now, I don't know if you are a faith person, if you're a mystic, if you're agnostic, or whatever you are, but this podcast, Sacred to Psychic, is about what a human being can experience through meditation, through prayer, when we reach out on our own to ask source for answers. That is the, that is the bottom line to this. Because this, this process that I've learned over decades has led me to a creative miracle known as fiction writing. <laughs> I've uh, done a lot of things in my life, from Broadway to the stage to uh, working in a classified department as a relationship consultant, I was a major content provider. But one of the things that led me to what I feel is has opened up to my soul's uh, college, a new college for my soul, is this, this journey to try to ride the law of attraction, to ride the wings of gratitude, and to get a vibration that is high enough that I can hear from my higher self, wherever she is, and whatever guardian angel that I've been given, and other people that are standing by to help me. This is a mythical architecture, right? It's what I learned in college when I was a, a modern dancer, and we went through all the, the Greek tragedy and the different characters and the gods and and we went, you know, we, we went through these things, and, and we had uh, specific routines to celebrate these 
these mythical stories that make up civilization over, the, over thousands and thousands of years. And this mythical story that I create uh, in my creative, um, uh, when I'm working creatively, which is I'm expanding my mind without drinking, <laughs> I might add. Sometimes I do take a vape, and it is specific to opening up the mind, that sort of thing. Uh, I can do that now in California without going through the histrionics of prescription of pain, which I always I used in Maryland uh, at the uh, dispensary because I have I've had migraines since I was very very young, but mostly this is about just a a totally sober connection with spirit that opens up a path where you can think about your life in bigger terms than a one-bedroom apartment or uh, a month where you don't have any money. That doesn't mean you're poor. It just means you're broke. You're still grateful because you're on the path to what you want to do. You're still on a path to trying to get a job or working better or putting one foot in front of the other, even if it's your first step outside since the pandemic began. There are all kinds of ways to move forward, but there are times when actual progress financially is a little more difficult and there's a little more uh, nut and bolt tightening you have to do and a lot more work you have to do. And one of the things uh, that came to mind to me is there, there might be some questions on the sacred to psychic title of this podcast where the first six episodes began and also what what does what does that have to do with Trump molesting a Bible and going through the disciples of power camp? This is about the difference when you are letting your ego guide you and your tr- and and the difference between that and staying humble and knowing and feeling the energies and knowing that sometimes forward progress comes by dealing with your stuff that you never dealt with before and you keep pushing down and, and, and swallowing. That's not going to work anymore. And you don't have to be a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I study these things through my own life. I have vast amounts of experience in the cycles of life. And they don't go Monday through Friday. That is not a cycle. That is a calendar week. That is not how life works. The reason that astronomy is so exciting and the reason that astronomy is a science and astrology is not, and it's not a pseudoscience, it doesn't make it less in my opinion. That doesn't mean you use it to do every single day of your life. But when these things come about, when you're going along in your life like my husband and I were, And then last year, all of a sudden, uh, an eclipse comes in, and we have this season, and he is is literally living across the country from me, and he's doing a brand new career, and I am forging forth on fiction books that I never dreamed I could write, let alone would write. And what I ended up putting on this fiction, in in, in, in these books, is the beginning explanation of gifts that I've had my whole life that I never 
opened up to until I made sense of what what my faith was keeping me from. And it's not that my mother set this up. If it weren't for my mother, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been so tenacious to discover the the men who wrote the Bible and the conglomeration of Marys and the disrespect that automatically instilled in these people. These women were so non-existent that they were just Marys. You know, no apostrophe S or S apostrophe. They were Marys, just a bunch of Marys. And I can't tell you, and that's what I discussed in the first six podcasts in depth. It was, it was always boiling underneath, but I was a performer, so I didn't pay any attention to it. And then you go through a period like we did last year, and there was nothing we could do to change it. That is, that is fated events out of our control. And, of course, as human beings, we try to make sense of them. Well, I tried to make sense of this, the, the things happening to me about 20 years ago when everything fell apart. And I had been wondering where I was going uh, in the 90s when I was a relationship consultant and I had bu- begun writing. And then I, I, had, I dove into the Internet world and had the luxury of learning the, the e-commerce business from one of the best in the business. And then I, I tried to write the first book in 99, but couldn't because I wasn't a uh, psychologist. So I started wondering where I was going to go because I was, I was doing content, and I was doing content for really good money. But the rumblings, we were in, I was one of the people in the basement uh, in the customer service section writing uh, response email, emails to a particular company uh, that was telling everybody that it was okay when everybody in customer service writing these uh, replies that we didn't have enough stock, we knew that the company was about to implode. And it was one of the first ones to implode. And when all of a sudden I, I lose e- every kind of um, structure around me, I tried to make sense of it. Well, in this period, my faith really was challenged. And I got into deep meditation. I mean long meditation. I mean searching and reading and searching and philosophy. And, and I also turned to just what is this horoscope thing, this astrology thing, not as a, uh, a way to mark my life on, on a path, like I should do this here, this year, but just to get a wider mythology about my own life because I no longer understood the thread. Honest to God, I did not understand the thread at all. In my earlier life, from the time I was young until, I, like I said, 45, 46, 47 in there, I was a performer. I was an earner. Uh, I didn't make lots of money, but that's because I had this drive that I wasn't where I was supposed to be. All these things hit, and my artistry changed years before I realized I was going to be put on a path that was the desert. And I remember resigning from a company I was working with in the, in the 90s because I refused to print something that they wanted to print. And I knew that that was going to change my life. I just didn't know how. It took 20 years to figure it out. 
and it was the hardest years I've ever had in the desert. And it was every kind of philosophical journey that you can have. Plus, was it, was it my genes? Is it, is it my ancestry? How can my ancestry have anything to do with it? it? It would be nice to know everybody in your ancestry, but they don't really imprint you here now because you can't live on what your ancestors did. You still have to find your own way. The only reason we're each here is to find the one thing that you do that nobody else does as well. And it takes risk. It also takes being out outside the system, I have found. In the, the inside the system, it w I was crimped. Uh, there was no place for me, period. That's the reason my heroine, Dr. Kate Winter, works outside the system. Now, I took a, I took a real leap with Maybe Fatal because I wanted to try to explain what happens with, with steady meditation, steady opening of your heart, and really being able to open your mind and in a calm setting ask questions and have answers brought in that some take you on a direction in a direction you never imagined some of the things that y that you hear are convoluted and you don't understand but there's a big difference in w asking your own questions to source and having it directed towards you from the hierarchy that houses supposedly your source. Religion is only a gateway. And we are in an era before the Aquarian Age. And the reason this, this podcast has such a broad mantle, such a broad sphere of subjects, is because it's very difficult for me to explain <laughs> the world we're living in without talking about the main people uh, who are at the top of the hierarchical world in which we in America are grappling. That's the reason I went after Trump molest the Bible, because of the type of power he is trying to raise up that's the reason that I took time to go to point towards Sheryl Sandberg uh, and Ivanka Trump and Kaylee McEnany because these are three women who have the power to change things by speaking out and standing up, and they're not doing it, and we need to stop and make note of the people who do this because you may not – understand what I'm talking about. I don't understand it either, but I can tell you we are in a, a history where we are in a time in history where people are on the ground and they are going to change. They are going to be the bridge. They are the bridge to the Aquarian Age. And the Aquarian Age has nothing to do with lies, false history, autocracy, fascism, or anything else that's going on, like the crippling of immigrants uh, with uh, destroying civil human rights, the crippling of gay, lesbian, transgender, queer people to be who they are. If you were part of the, the world 
that thinks you are going to win by pushing back against these things that are breaking open, the tearing down of the Confederacy in public squares, they need to be put aside. We are in the ushering of a new age. And in mysticism, the solstice has magical power. Now, I'm not a witch. I am not an astrologer. I am not a priest. I have studied the uh, mystical world, the world of religion, the great books of uh, the faith I was taught, the Bible. I have studied these things. I have studied humanity. I have studied my own creative art. And I have been, on, been put on a path that has magic in it. But you have to put your science brain to the side. It's, it's something that is there that cannot be quantified except by your own experiences. And we, have, as a society of judging people and wanting to talk about everything we do, we individuals, there's not, a lot of individuals don't have a private personal world. You need to get one. One that is not about your friends, it's not about your mom or dad or your husband or your brother or caretaker or whatever, I can't even think, all the different labels that we have. You need to think about your life in larger terms. You need to dream about your life. The trajectory of your life is not set until you put what you want into the universe. Now, will you get exactly what you want? Unless you're, unless you're a real uh, clair a better clairvoyant than I am, which <laughs> you may be, uh, you, it won't work. This, this evolutionary time that we're in, this weekend, you are going to get a hint. I have listened to so many mystics on this topic. Even, uh, I mean, this was after I got my own feelings about it because these things waft through me early. Uh, some of the things that um, they're talking about happening with this, you know, the, you know, because of all these planets are retrograde. Now, planets don't make you do anything. There are energies in the cosmos, we feel them all the time. Some are good, some are interference. There are all kinds of energy around. And it is not an accident uh, how the, uh, the full moon affects uh, the emergency rooms and births. There are unexplained phenomena out there that I can't give you a scientific answer to. There is no shame in delving into what could be the story of your life that is tattooed the instant you are born. It doesn't make you who you are. Like a solar eclipse is a fated event. There will be rumblings throughout the universe we feel things that go on beyond us. You can't, like Wayne Dyer said, you, you really, you can't tell other people about these experiences when you pray. You can't tell people about the miracles. 
uh, that your prayer group had with a sick person because you all came together. You can't now that person likely had good good medical care, uh, maybe a healthier person, maybe had some other things in his or her favor. But n- not even doctors can explain the miracle of prayer. Now, for me, it's meditation. And I think it's even more powerful because you're not praying to someone. You are getting answers on what actions you need to take and how you need to relax or how you need to prepare because there will be a party. Disciples are not days of the week. And I think that in uh, you know uh, this pandemic has certainly showed us that. The cycle starts on a new moon for me. I I did this purposely, purposefully. I did it very uh, strategically. I said, let's see what happens. If I change from days of the week, it's Monday, I better do the podcast on Monday, or whatever it was back back in those days. It was just, I was just, I was just looking at the cycle. But in the last five years since I've, done, uh, since I've gone into fiction, I really wanted to see what would happen. I really took it another step and tried to explain when I got, when I got messages what that meant. And then, you know, of course, all these television shows showing these people with different gifts, it doesn't matter if you believe or if you can do it. The point is to explain to people that we – we have more capacity with my, our mind than we use, and that sometimes will be easier than others. I'll be really frank with you right now. One of the reasons I was uh, not sure about this podcast this week, I have, str- I have extreme reactions to full moons, new moons, solar eclipses, and some other things. I do, I, I just can't, I, I can't even tell you otherwise. Uh, it, it started a long time ago, and I used to get just mind-bending migraines on new moons, on solar eclipses, on all these things. When Mercury went retrograde, I got headaches. I can't even tell you all the headaches I used to get. Sometimes after a headache, something would appear, uh, and it would it would be a message to look out for this particular thing. So I would look out for that particular thing, and it never showed up like I thought it was going to. And what I'm saying through this is that you need to find your inner mystic. If you don't have faith, or if your faith is only book and church deep, you need to find your inner mystic, your, your path to spirit, to higher self, to a different kind of experience and discovery, a kind that will open you up to who you are and the things you really want, not something someone else wants of you. Now, I know a lot of people have been really shaken uh, the last four or five months out of their work, out of relationships, out of their home, a lot of these abrupt things going on. I'm here to tell you that it's, it's likely these are not coincidences. 
And it's likely some of them that happened, you're not surprised. In fact, you probably knew a fight was coming with your significant other. You just didn't know it was going to be so epic to destroy a very long-term relationship. Venus has been retrograde for weeks, and it's going to be retrograde for a, a few more until the 26th. I, I give you this as information. I don't know what to think of it myself because I'm not an astrologer. But what made me delve into this is when I went on a hunt for a job in 2000 and 2001, uh, after the dot-com bubble, I could not get hired. I went on job interview after job interview after job interview, not, not, not uh, creative, but just to get a basic job after the dot-com bomb to put a roof over my head. I must have seen dozens and dozens over two years. Not one person, not one place called me back. When I went, I had lost my car by this time. When I went to the flower shop uh, that I was with, within walking distance, the guy just looked at me. He looked at what I'd done, which was all creative. I mean, I can't lie. I had nobody to, they couldn't call anybody because the only jobs I'd really had are, ri you know, besides my performance was writing in the 90s and writing. It, it was it. So I, I, had, I had no job. I had done everything I could, everything in the world I could. I followed every rule. I, I did every class. I, I was just, I, to keep my career and to keep my life, I, I, I I knew I couldn't get married. I knew children was out because I just were out because I didn't have the temperament for it, and I had I had a driving urge, but I couldn't get a job. I, I really couldn't. I couldn't get a straight job. I never had a straight job really. I had a, a straight job for a little bit in the late '80s when I got to California, but that didn't even last very long. And I just decided, what am I doing wrong? And I. I just I just started reading about astrology and your chart. You know, what am I missing? I was so desperate. I was meditating, but I wasn't getting the answers. Uh, and I wasn't meditating very well. I'd meditate for like five minutes and then just didn't know where I was going, and I started daydream or something. It was terrible. One time <laughs> I, had a, I had a section of time when I was meditating when all I did was fall asleep. Because I wasn't getting any sleep because things were getting really tight, uh, and I knew I knew I had to make a move, but I just didn't know how to do it. Didn't have any money. Uh, some angels evidently helped me, and uh, I, I I got out. But I was drawn to the to find out my birth chart. What does that even mean? I don't even understand it. I I still don't understand it. I just know what the mystics say that it means. And when you start doing that and your life and you start looking at it and you look at it in terms of a creative journey, if I'm going to be a mythical creature, you know, Zeus is taken, Helena is taken, uh, Mercury's taken, think of your life in a larger plan I as, as if you're looking at a character and you're doing a composite of personality and what they might be good at and what they might not be good at or what they're here to do and what what how do these planets affect you what if they do affect you 
What does that say to you? I was so interested in the in the story of it. Like if you write a character who's um, a Gemini and the, or whatever these pe- whatever these things are, you write these characters and you start imagining them, and you start you start thinking of of, of them in different ways, and you start listening to people that talk about things like Mercury retrograde. When things go backwards in the universe, Mercury goes backwards. Right now, I, you know, I, there's so many planets going backwards. Uh, and it doesn't, it, it's, you know, you'll have to talk to an astronomer for the extra. I can give you a layman's term of it, but I'm not even going to do that. I'm, just tr- I'm not trying to make this science. I'm not trying to make this something that you should, you should uh, revolve your, ro- your life around. I am saying that if you have come to a place where you have lost faith, lost hope, can't, can't, can't have a conversation with your higher self, don't even believe in a higher self, don't believe anything is outside of yourself, I'm saying you need to have a mystical journey with yourself to discover just exactly who you are. Because otherwise, you're going to end up doing things in your life that you'd rather not do, that someone else expects you to do, or you're going to end up spending your entire life taking care of everyone around you, and you haven't advanced your own soul journey a step because you weren't brave enough to take yourself first. Definitely get your genealogy done. I think it's a great, it's great fun. I think it's interesting. I think it even might give you some insight into some of your, your parents, how they were, or your relatives. You, that might, you might get insight there. The only thing that's really going to, to come so close to you is to get your birth chart done. Don't do it because you want a you wanna game plan. Do it because you want to create your own mythology. Who is this Jim Crane? Who is Sheryl Sandberg? How can she stay silent? How could she stay silent in 2016? How can Kaylee McEnany lie from the White House podium day after day and 30% of America believes in her. 30% of America is unenlightened. They are Christian-ish. Because Christians don't do that. The only way you hook up with the law of attraction is if you're honest with yourself and you're honest with everyone else around you. You have, you know, Suze Orman really, her theory is really pretty spectacular. Because I will say, if your path is screwed up and if you find yourself on your butt right now or really struggling, I will tell you that it probably starts with your closet, your house, and the clutter in your room or your, or your office or the stuff in your refrigerator to get cosmically aligned so with the energy. So the law of attraction is magnetic. There is a lot of stuff I have had to do to get there, to get so that I'm in total alignment. And it lasts for a split second, and then you'll get distracted. And then the, the idea is to get this cumulatively. 
And I know this may sound out of the blue, but the reason I'm talking about this is I want I want you to think about all I want you to think about the solar eclipse and the new moon as Monday. As Monday at a new job. No matter what you're doing. The 20th is a reset in my opinion. The mystics the mystics say this in a in a different way and I am certainly not an astrologer. I'm not an empath. Uh, I am psychic. Hello, I'm Taylor Marsh and I'm psychic. <laughs> it's it's not something you ask ask to have. And all of us have instincts. Well, that's that's part of it. But it is being able to glide on them. It's being able to know who you are. And the one thing that we really have to have to understand is that none of this has, whether it's faith, astrology, whatever, prayer in itself, none of this makes you do anything. It is, it is not fate. It's your choices. Fated events are planetary events. There are other things, but I'm talking specifically. Fated events are things like this weekend. Things like Uranus going into Taurus, that's a fated event. And what I did when uh, everything else was lost is I tried to understand where those fated events fell in my life and where I fell in them. And where, where is it collectively? The Aquarian age, we're fighting for it right now. You're fighting for it if you're going to Black Lives Matter protests or if you're giving to candidates that are going to uh, move this country forward. We are in a state of complete change. This period of history will resound, and the people who are failing are the people who are in these institutions they're not really representing the institutions. They're representing man and woman's ego to contort what we are here for. We, we really are supposed to be here for good. But capitalism and industrial age, a lot of things took off. And man's destructive influence on organized religion and the grasp for power and money and the way they have uh, held off women, that is what has brought all churches low and why there are f people are dropping out of religion left and right because there is a better way. It is better to sit in your own silence and if you can't do that five minutes a day, you are not experiencing your potential. And if you're not making choices outside your comfort zone, you're not expanding your life in terms of what the cosmos is allowing right now. Right now, what you have to do, what we all have to do, and you can any mystic will tell you this, because the one thing about astrology 
that is, uh, I have found over 30 years of studying astrology and their different voices. Because I'm a writer, I'm an artist, I'm here to try to find out what I'm supposed to create and what I'm supposed to do and what services that, that I can best perform for people. If, if, you, if you look at the astrologers, they, their voices are different, but they are, they are sending the same message. It's not a religion. It's not a science. It's not a pseudoscience. It's not trying to be. Because there's nothing about instinctual habits of humans that, that are predictive. There's nothing predictive about an outer planet and a person's life. You can know that Venus is retrograde and that has to do with money and love and different things and many other things. Again, I'm not an astrologer, but if Venus is retrograde and you're fighting with your ex or your, sorry, you're fighting with your, your significant other, you have to understand he, may turn out to, he or she may turn out to be your ex. Or if in Mercury retrograde when communication goes wacky, supposedly, and you, and you have a, an argument and it's in Mercury retrograde and it lasts forever and ever and you can't get out of it and it comes back the next Mercury retrograde, you have to think about these cycles. Cycles. And when I went into fiction and I didn't have a specific date that I had to publish anything, I thought, how do you pick a date? How do you pick a date to, pi to, to publish a book that you, you spent, you poured your guts out on the pages, how do you pick a date that will be most successful? You don't know. You just pick a date. Well, I got news for you. There are dates that are better than others. Now, will those dates automatically ensure success? Hell no. That's not how this works. What you are to do is get in alignment with these energies and cycles, not with the Monday through Friday, let's party on the weekend, Monday through Friday, let's party on the weekend, no, if you have a project you want to launch, you do it on a new moon. Now, there's a lot of other things that go into that, so don't take my word for it. Please, look this stuff up yourself. Experiment. The most important thing I'm saying is we all have a chance. My husband and I had a chance to look at our lives differently last year because it, whatever went on last year, hit us like a ton of bricks and hit us, the two of us, separately, too. And we are well over 50. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that you, sh you, should not, you should not put off these hard decisions. I never have, which is why I ended up in this dream, dream career as a thriller writer. And, and the extension of that is being a creative master. I can claim this after 50 years of creating unique material and what it takes and how you keep doing it. And if this is supposed to be your jam, which is really so important. And the other thing is, if you follow the, if, if you get into your, in the, into this cycle group, and I really suggest you start this Sunday. This is sacred, sacred stuff I'm talking about. I'm talking about the sacred communion of you and quiet and reaching beyond the veil. I'm asking you to take, take moments to listen to your instincts when an interaction happens, not just your head and your ego, but your instincts. 
and take those instincts into your meditation and reach out. And you may be surprised that there are psychic portals out there. Portals. And that just means you get a, you get a, I had a feeling. Anything you can do to, to, to start taking orders from your, your soul self and not orders from outside of yourself or to expect something outside of yourself. And I'll tell you one of the most important points of all this, and this is uh, not easy talking about, and I'm going to get into details as we go on, but you really have to first calculate your life and really weigh what a tremendous, unique individual you are. We each are so important, and you have to appreciate this. You have to take it to heart. It's not about what anybody else, the judgment anyone else gives you. It's you finding that seminal thing. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remind you of a quote that I um, already used back in the first six podcasts, one of them. Yes, the universe had a beginning. Yes, the universe continues to evolve. And yes, every one of our body's atoms is traceable to the Big Bang and to the thermonuclear furnace within high-mass stars. We are not simply in the universe. We are part of it. We are born from it. One might even say we've been empowered by the universe to figure itself out and we've only just begun. That's Neil deGrasse Tyson. Now, I'm not trying to say that proves anything. I'm just saying if you take that and you think about just exactly what he said, every one of our body's atoms is traceable to the Big Bang. You can use your imagination, which what is what this is, is about. Think about it, your, your, your birth chart, whatever it is. It's not going to tell you how to treat an argument you had with your spouse next Tuesday. What you're going to do is you're going to be able to look up without anybody else. Just look up. Don't, don't try to imagine anything except your own mythology. It's not answers to a problem. The answers to the problem come in meditation. This is a creative way of seeing the larger picture of influences within the law of attraction. There are times for things. There are seasons. They change. There are moments where action is great. There are moments where maybe you shouldn't pause a moment. Maybe you should try this. Now, the reason my character, Dr. Kate Winter, is outside of the system is because she couldn't do her work inside it, because it didn't allow for instincts and mystical thinking and larger paradigms and mythology around stories. It didn't allow for that. You can do it in your own life, in your own creative workshop. This is the work of creatives. We all are. If you're a secretary, if you're a teacher, you're creative. But you need moments of quiet to accept, a, accept the answers to your questions. 
that nobody else can give you but your higher self, which knows things and comes through your instincts, but you doubt because it might be outside a box. This solar eclipse is an opportunity to reset. Some of you will have things eclipsed out of your life. Some things will be eclipsed in. We'll have to see. It is an adventure. The mythology of the stars and astronomy, the science, and the mystical discovery of what is the purpose in your life needs exploration. You've been listening to Sacred to Psychic. I'm Taylor Marsh. You can reach me at www.taylormarsh.com. And remember, it's not fate, it's your choices. <laughs>